Not heard the latest about pooping prime ministers? What podcast have you been listening to? Because it definitely isn't the Totally Buzz podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and totallybuzz.co.uk. So what are you waiting for? Tune in now to hear all the latest news from around the web on the Totally Buzzed podcast, the only place to be totes buzzed. Football beef! Disclaimer, the following is an opinion-based podcast. Hi, and welcome to Football Beef, or in this instance, a mini beef. This episode is a World Cup themed edition. The team have been tasked with building XIs under different rules. For example, we have a World Cup under 23 who can build the best XI using only under 23 players. Best World Cup XI made up of left at home players, so people whose nation's at the tournament, but they're not. We've also got the best World Cup team in history that we've tasked them with building etc etc and these will be dropping on your feed in the coming weeks however today's episode will be all about the left at home xi i'm your host laura and here's mine the rules are simple the nation needs to be at the tournament and the player can't be part of the squad if he was named in the original 25 man squad and then pulled out due to injury he is not eligible to be selected my left at, I'm going to kick off my left at home XI. I am playing a 4-4-2, so keeping it classic. And in goal, I have Leno. That's right, I'm using my Fulham bias here to be like Leno, who's been in terrific form for Fulham this season. He's unlucky not to be at a World Cup. Do I think he's better than the keepers that Germany have taken? No. Do I still think he's an immense talent? It's just a shame that he's German in this instance. Yeah, it's a highly competitive squad, but he's been in top form for Fulham. He's a top keeper. And if Fulham end up staying up, I reckon he'll be a big part of it. So I want him in my left at home XI when I'm trying to build the best possible team here. Then at right back, I have Reese James, who's unfortunate to not get fit in time to be set for England. I mean, he's one of the best right backs in the Premier League, so I think he makes sense. And then like probably every one of the football beef team, I've gone with Sven Botman because the Newcastle defender, it's still not unclear why he isn't in the Netherlands squad. I mean, they could have used him. He's young, could have gained experience at a World Cup and just he's been in tremendous form for Eddie Howe's side. So that was weird. Speaking of tremendous form, I've put in centre-back partner with him is Gabriel of Arsenal, who, let's be honest, once again, there's a reason why Arsenal are top of the league and he's one of them because he's been tremendous at the back and he's even popped up with a goal too, so there's that. Right, my left back, I really did struggle on left at home, but I have settled on Luca Dean of Aston Villa. I've always rated him since getting to see him regularly play. Granted, he's not been the the red-hot form, but he's a really talented player, great left back, great cross on him. So that's how he made my team. Then I move into midfield, start with my central pairing. I've got Thiago and Pogba. I mean, need to say more. These two, it's a shame that both of them are not at the World Cup. Obviously, Pogba had his injury issue that stopped him making the squad of France. I mean, who wasn't injured for France. And then I also have Thiago, who had had his injury problems, but was just not selected for Spain. And I'm going to be honest, I don't understand that because he is a class above. If you can get him fit and on the pitch, then he will make a difference. Then on the wings, both Portuguese. So I know Jota's injured, but he obviously would have gone. If he wasn't, that is Liverpool's job because he he's versatile. Play him on either wing, slot him up front. I mean, why 
he, he should he'd make World Cup squad if he was fit in time. Then on the other wing, I have Neto of Wolves once again, versatile, quick, tricky. Just sometimes has that little special moment of magic going about him, capable of producing it. So he'd makes my team. And then up front, Timo Werner. I know it didn't go well for him at Chelsea, but there's still a player in there. Turbo Tim. He's fast. He he has an eye for goal. And even when he wasn't scoring at Chelsea, he still knew how to pick out and get an assist or make defenders and drag them away from his teammates so they got more space. I, I think he's underrated now because of his bad spell at Chelsea. But obviously injury saw him miss out. But it's a shame because I think he probably could have done well at the World Cup because Germany's frontline options aren't tremendous. So he probably would have got to see a lot of him if he went. And then obviously the last player in my left at home team is Pepe. I think America made a big mistake not taking him. He's been in great form. He's young. I feel like he could have been a little bit of a spark, a little bit of a wild card. I don't understand why he hasn't gone. I'm not clear on that. But if they're not going to take him, then he's going to make my squad instead. So that's my left at home excited. Let me just recap that for you. Leno, James, Botman, Gabriel, Dean, Jota, Thiago, Pogba, Neto, Pepe and Werner. Thank you. Now we're doing the left at home exercise and it's the turn of Daniel to reveal who he thinks should have been on the plane if they were fit, asterisk, if their manager actually liked them. Daniel, you've gone for four free free here, but the big question is, who should be between the sticks for your team? In between the sticks for my team, I'm going to have to go for him. Being a Red Devil, I'm going David De Gea. Why do you think De Gea is like the best one who's not at the World Cup? Are you Because there is arguments that he's not been at his best for a while. Yeah, no, I think looking over the squads that have made it out to the World Cup, I think obviously most nationalities have gone with their first choice keeper anyway. Understandably so, De Gea had a really shaky start to the season. We all saw that with the results. But he's had a really shaky start to the season for many United. He's now sitting on five clean sheets, which is massively impressive. I think looking at De Gea being 32 years old, you also get a lot of experience. He's had a lot of experience at arguably the biggest club in the world, or if not one of the biggest clubs in the world. So I would draw in on that. I understand he's never won a major trophy with Spain, but he has got 45 caps. But with Spain's squad that they've gone, they've gone quite young. And I think a little bit of experience, not only on the pitch, but also in the dressing room could be a huge advantage to them. And I would question question a little bit over who Spain have gone with for the World Cup. I mean, they've picked Simon, who usually finishes mid-table with Bilbao. Sanchez, who's at Brighton. He's only got two caps. He's having a good season, but I kind of question his ability on the big stage. And they've also gone for Raya at Brentford. Another chap, two caps. Both Sanchez and Raya have got four clean sheets in the Premier League this season, respectively. But I think De Gea would have been surely a better choice than Sanchez or Raya. I guess the problem is then, do you play Simon and have a disgrace? or De Gea on the bench or you know I, I understand the decision not taking him but for me he's the best left at home Is there anyone else you considered for goalkeeper because there's a wealth of talent obviously in that position that's been not well not at the World Cup is there anyone else you thought about? Yeah I did um, the, the only other real name that was screaming to me was uh, Chillinson from uh, for the Netherlands again I would draw on the experience obviously they, they've taken Nopper who's, who started as of recording yesterday and uh, that he got a clean sheet over Senegal but that was his debut for his national team. The 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 others they've taken, they've taken Pasveer, 
39 years old with two caps. I mean, yeah, he's got experience, but is it the right experience? Also, playing for Ajax, they're in a bit of a transitional season at the moment with Eric Ten Hag leaving. I don't know whether that's the right way to go. And they've also taken uh, Bijlo from Feyenoord as well. 24 years old, six caps, bit of an odd choice. But surely, Chillington being 33 years old, having that experience, having all those caps he has got, it's a bit of a crazy one for me. So we're going to now move to your defensive line. Would you want to go from left to right? Because that's easiest. And maybe go with your left back come left wing back because everyone's secretly a wing back these days I guess yeah no it was it was a really tough choice actually for left back but for left back at home I am going to have to go for Ferland Mendy the Real Madrid left back is there any reason why he stood out amongst the others yeah I think so because I would say he's bordering on world class he is a really kind of special player 27 years old as well so he's got enough big game experience as well but I mean again it's one of those I kind of understand why he's not made it obviously Didier Deschamps has has looked at the left hand side and thought both the Hernandez brothers Theo and Lucas could do a better job uh, because of the kind of better defensive qualities they have so I understand Ferland Mendy not being part of the team but at the same time what a great player to to leave at home and who will be playing next to him in defence? Just next to Ferlamendi, I have gone for Sven Botman of Vibes FC. Absolutely kind of shocking that he wasn't included in the in the final squad. Obviously, I understand that he was included in the preliminary squad. There's quite a lot of odd choices by Louis van Gaal for the World Cup. Arguably, Sven Botman is one of the best defenders in the Premier League at the moment. Absolute blistering form. But he's gone for Nathan Ake instead. And I'm sitting there scratching my head going, why would you do that? when you have Sven Botman. And the fact, you know, he's only 22 years old. He's never been capped by his country. One good thing, though, he's got plenty of more World Cups to come. So big things for him in the future. And who's your other centre-back then? Who can be on the same level as Botman? I mean, this was a really, really tough choice. I feel like a lot of people right now are going to be screaming at the, uh, screaming into the, you know, radio, wherever we're playing from. Sergio Ramos would be such an easy name. But I mean, you look at the injuries... He wasn't picked for Euro 2020 because of the injuries as well. Rough start with PSG, but he's doing well now. So I think that would be an obvious one, but not the one I've gone for. So surely it must be Tamori. I couldn't go for Tamori either. Gareth Southgate's not getting to see him play week in, week out. And when it mattered on the big stage with the Champions League, he did have a bit of a flop. So I couldn't go for him. I have gone for... The 24-year-old Gabriel from Arsenal. Brazil didn't pick him. They've gone really heavy on experience. But the season that he's having, you just it was almost like Botman. You couldn't really drop them entirely from the World Cup squad. But Brazil have, unfortunately. I appreciate these choices, mainly because of the same centre-back pair and I've gone with, with the same reason, because they are part of the two most informed Premier League defences. So why are the defenders who do such a good job week in, week out in Absolutely. a tough league, not at the World Cup? Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. But I understand, obviously, there's there will be a Premier League bias, and you know we're oh, not just saying that they should but, be in there because of that reason, because they're playing the Premier League. We're just saying because they're very good defenders who have impressed and done. I don't think they could have either of them could have done any more. Is basically the argument. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Who's completing the defence? Well, this is the problem, because now I'm thinking about it, I really feel like I have done Samori a bit dirty, and I was really struggling with a right-back. Obviously, Rhys James was injured. Unfortunately, Rhys James would have been in my my left-at-home squad, but, I mean, I completely understand as well, with Kyle Walker going, Kieran Trippier going, it's a tough choice. Ben White can play right-back as well for England. It's one of those... I, I understand Rhys James not going. So if I may, I'm going to play a bit of an out-of-sort formation. I've got to throw Tomori back in there because he has had an absolute blinding season so far. And I feel like he should have been he should have been on the plane. And it's a bit of a shame that he isn't. I like the idea that you're playing with his emotions. He's heard your centre-backs being read out. He's like, I've missed another squad list. And now you're like, no, there's hope for him yet. Yeah, I am sorry, Tomori. But I obviously, like, I, I'm looking at people like Eric Dyer and going, what are you doing there? Do you know what I mean? So I like Tomori missing out when he's had an absolute blinding season so far. I just, yeah, it's one of those for me. I, I I don't quite know why he was left at home. Now to your midfield options. What you got? How creative have you gone, Daniel, with your midfield options? Who's your main man in midfield? Well, I've kind of gone with a little two central midfielders and a central attacking midfielder. My first centre mid is uh, Ryan Gravenberch for the Netherlands. You know, he's had he's he's had a, an okay showing for Bayern Munich this season. Maybe not got the minutes he wanted to, but he, he started against Inter Milan in the Champions League, played really well. I thought that might be enough to get him on the plane. But I think, obviously, Louis van Gaal had different ideas and didn't go with Gravenberch. But special player, good talent. And I think he could have helped the squad looking at the midfield they have taken. So, yes, yeah, yeah, I think he does. He deserved a spot on the plane and unfortunately not so. And who's partnering him? Cause is it another Dutch player that van Gaal's left at home? It seems to be a bit pattern with your team forming. No, we are looking uh, towards Spain again. He left De Gea out of the squad, but also left Thiago out of the squad. 46 caps for Spain. Again, I understand the the idea. They've gone very youthful in midfield with Gavi and Pedri. But for me, I feel like if you've got the chance to pick Thiago, you pick him. Because if I'm looking for a match winner, Gavi and Pedri aren't doing it for me. Just based on shooting ability alone, I don't know as I'd look towards Koki or Lorente. I think I'm probably going to go towards more Thiago. So a bit of a shock that he wasn't on the plane for me. Uh, we know that he's had a few niggling injuries this season, but he was available to be picked and didn't make it. Who gets the honour of playing in front of those two? Probably arguably to the more high profile snubs of the World Cup. Yeah, got to go towards Vibes FC again and Joel Linton. Wow. Feel, I feel like, you know, Bruno has gone. Kind of feel they could have been used a bit of that Vibes FC magic. I definitely, I would have gone Joel Linton over Bobby Firmino just based on recent form. I think you've got to look at what's going on at Newcastle, which the Brazil manager would have done knowing that he's picked Bruno. So he's obviously seen what's going on. I think Joel Linton is absolutely playing fantastic football at the moment. That's my centre attacking midfielder. Is would it Did it come into your thought that he could drop back as well and do a job because he's the man that seems to be able to do anything after not being able to do anything? Absolutely. I know he can play up front as well, but... At, very similar to Bobby Firmino. They're kind of, they're quite very similar players, I would argue. But I feel like if I was to have a central attacking midfielder, someone that you know you, you do want to drop back or you want him to get up and press, I think Joel Linton d- does that job a lot better than Bobby Firmino. But I'm kind of surprised he didn't take him, just given that Newcastle are Vibes FC. And Vibes can always be helped to win the World Cup. So what about your front three? How are you laid this out? Who's got the nod? I had to go with Garnaccio for Man United. You know, I think he's been on a really impressive run of form, didn't make the Argentina squad but there was a part of me really excited to watch Argentina thinking that he would be in the squad he's such a young guy he's I know he's got so 
so many more World Cups to come. But looking, this is probably going to be Messi's last World Cup. I think we all know that. Selfishly, I really wanted to see him play alongside Messi. Just It's not just, again, soaking up that knowledge in the dressing room, but also on the pitch as well. Wealth of experience from one of the greatest players to ever lace up a pair of boots. I really wanted Garnacho at the World Cup. And I'm so sad that he's not been able to make it. But I would have him definitely in my front three. And who's going on the other wing? I'm going to assume you've gone two wingers and a central, if that's how I'm picturing yeah. your 4-3-3. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I've gone for Ivan Tony. Ivan Tony makes the squad. Callum Wilson doesn't. I'm sorry, Squiggy. I just, I, I don't think the vibes are strong enough to pull Callum Wilson through. I don't really understand his inclusion in the squad. He's okay, but just based on current form, Ivan Tony. You would have took Tony ahead of Wilson. Is Absolutely, and yeah. And you're trying to make up to it here. Yeah, I think the only problem with Ivan Tony is his discipline. I think he's he's on something like five yellow cards this season already. And I just kind of feel like Ivan Tony Tony's more likely to get you a goal than Callum Wilson, but unfortunately, we'll know, we won't know. Completing your attack? Who's who's made the cut? Who, some, there's loads of players sweating here, it could be. Got to turn my attention to Louis van Gaal again. I've gone for... Oh, you're just picking on the man at this point. Well, he's made some weird choices. I've gone for Brian Brobby, spearheading my trio up top there. He's absolutely on blistering form at the moment. He's bagged eight in 14 appearances for Ajax this season. Which is, again, we, we, I said earlier about a transitional season. Eric Ten Hag's left. They're under new management. A new field to the squad. Anthony's gone. Martinez is gone. And Brobby is doing it for them. Instead, Van Hal's opted for Veghorst, who's retired to Turkey. I don't really quite understand why he's taken him and not taken a man who's in blistering form at the moment. Doesn't make any sense to me. He's a great attacker, and I feel like he could be a name that we could be seeing a lot more of in the future. Okay, so that is your left at home exercise. Do you just want to run it down? Just list it out. Yeah, absolutely. So in between the sticks, I have got David Haya sitting at left back. I have got Ferland Mendy. My two centre backs are Sven Botman and Gabriel and I've also shoehorned Tamori in you know he's been left at home so he can play on the right for me here in the centre of the park I've got Graham Birch and Thiago with Joel Linton sitting in front of them I have got Alejandro Garnacho, Ivan Tony, and Brian Brobby as my front three thank you Daniel and that is your left at home XI in the bank <laughs> Hi, Squiggy, and welcome to the Mini Beef, where you're about to reveal your left-at-home XI. How are you doing? Hello, I am fantastic. Uh, enjoying a little bit of the World Cup so far. I think this is going to be quite an interesting one, so I'm, I'm ready to go. Hopefully, some people have got some uh, ones that are the same as mine, and some people agree with mine. But if not, then that's your problem. Squiggy, you're, so you're left-at-home XI. Who's the goalkeeper? Who you think? So, the goalkeeper is David De Gea. He probably should be in the squad based on the keepers that have been picked ahead of him. And I know he's kind of been a little bit out of form for Spain, but I feel like you want that big tournament experience in there. So that's why I went for him. Okay, so you got De Gea, who I feel is quite a high profile name. What about your defence? Let's go left to right. I mean, I'm a bit concerned because you said you have a makeshift formation. So I don't even yeah, know if you so have I've a left to right. Basically, no, I've, I've got a left. And then it's like all... So I've got... So I suppose I've got two lefts and two rights. But yeah, anyway... We'll start with the left side. Uh, we've got Luca Dean. I'm I'm a bit surprised that he didn't make the the squad for France because you know he is he is a decent left back as much as he turned down Newcastle. He is a good left back even if he's good for cover. So yeah, shall we move on to the left centre back? Yes, let's go. That you can way. probably guess who the left centre back is going to be. Does he happen to play at the back at Newcastle? He does. He does. It's it's Sven Botman. I don't really want to like elaborate loads on it's fact it's a Newcastle player, but I feel that he's been part of the best defence in the Premier League. 
and he probably should be there. I'm looking at the Dutch the Dutch starting eleven from the last game, and you've got Nathan Ake playing, and I just feel that Botman's just a class above. He's just so relaxed and composed on the ball compared to Ake. So I was kind of a little bit surprised at that one. So I mean, you got Botman, who you love and adore. Are you giving him a partner that you love and adore? The partner is Tamuri, the English centre half at, at Milan. I, I feel like I'm not the only one who was shocked that he didn't make the squad. So I felt like I had to put him and you don't, you know, sort of win, win the league with AC Milan and then not get into the England squad. And I think he's better than some of the players that have been called up, especially Eric Dyer and Connor Cody. That is fair and understandable. And who's completing this defence? So it's Sergio Ramos. Any reason yeah. why you've gone for Sergio Ramos? I feel like with the experience he's got, because I, f- I feel that Spain have got quite a, a young squad in quite a few areas. And I feel like you still need that dressing room experience. So even if he wasn't in the starting eleven, he still he can still offer something. He's still playing at at PSG, obviously. So he's still playing at a, a good level. So it's not as if he's like playing for some random team in like the third division of some of like their league, if you know what I mean. He's still playing at a high standard. No disrespect to any third, third yeah, divisions not there. I was, I was going to say like <laughs> the third division of the Saudi league, but based on what happened today as of recording this, uh, maybe that's actually a good thing if he was playing there. He might have made the team. So you've got your defence, very high profile selections there. Maybe Luca Dean's the only one without any star power, I'd argue, but I don't really want to say that in case Aston Villa fans come for me. Yeah, but, I meant just to appease the Aston Villa. But your midfield, who you've got? So we'll start anyway. We'll go with Thiago, obviously Spanish. Spanish and Liverpool midfielder. I'm very surprised he's not in the team. Probably the best midfielder at Liverpool, I'd say. And then the next one, again, you're going to be like, oh, I see why you've put him in. It's Big Joe. Big Joe Linton. Would he, would he make Brazil start in 11? Absolutely not. Should he probably be in the squad based on how he's been playing for Newcastle recently? I'd I'd go with, yeah, I think he should be. Like I said, he's not he's not going to make the start in 11, but I think it's one of them where he hasn't got a Brazil cap. So would taking him to the World Cup be a good thing for him, like to to like break into the squad that way? And I mean, on paper, he's better than Fred. Fred performs for, for Brazil, but on paper, Joe Linton has done a lot better than Fred. And people are saying, oh, well, Joe Linton's better going forward because he's you know, he used to be a, he was a failed striker basically. But failed strike. That's a bit harsh. I mean, it is. It is harsh. But that's what people. That's what people say. But then you look at his defensive stats, and they're better than Fred's in the Premier League. So it's kind of like, well, actually, he's better at both. Yeah, get you a man who can Fred. do both. Big Joe. So, and then we'll move on to kind of the third of the of the three centre midfielders. Uh, Jean Martinho, Wolves. Kind of shocked that he wasn't in. And then kind of we'll move straight on to more of the attacking side. Like I feel these three midfielders can just sit. Joe Linton can box to box. And then you've got this guy who can play out wide, probably play, play as a number 10 or as a false nine, really, if you wanted to. On out Dan Juma, Dutch, Dutch winger midfielder. He's had a very, very good season. Well, last season and this season. Um, so I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of shocked he wasn't selected in there as well that is fair and who's rounding off your team then leading the line so there are two strikers uh bobby Firmino. then one where i'm kind of kind of surprised but kind of not surprised because of the other stuff that's come out after it is ivan tony but yeah that's that's my left at home xi thank you squiggy can you just recap that team then just quickly for the listeners yep so in goal we have david de Gea. in defense we have luca dean sven botman tamuri and sergio ramos in midfield we have tiago joe linton jean martinio on out Dan Juma and then up front we have Bobby Firmino and Ivan Tony. Beautiful and that is Squiggy's Left at Home XI if you think you can do better tweet us at BuzzFootball
And now it's the turn of Tommy Pittman to give us his left at home XI. Tommy, what formation have you gone for? I've gone for a, a pretty standard 4-3-3. Would you want to kick off and tell us which keeper you think's been left at home? arguably wrongly or just hasn't been unlucky not to make the cut there's there's an obvious place to start really and that's why i'm gonna start it is david de gea you know i know that he's had sort of like his dips in form for man united but particularly over sort of like the last year and a half i think he's been pretty good i don't feel like he's ever really sort of like had the trust of luis enrique i know it was like Uno simon was the number one of the last euros but it's still a surprise that he didn't make the squad at all for me and now for your defense which defense what defense are you putting in front of De Gea to help him out so there's there's an English feel to it I suppose a Premier League feel to or quite a large chunk of my team let's be honest got a couple of injuries filling the fullback slots and then some slightly surprising omissions in in the the middle of the defense I've gone for the Chelsea duo Reese James and Ben Chilwell at fullback I mean if Reese James hadn't been injured he would have been going to the World Cup. I think if Chilwell hadn't been injured, he should have been going to the World Cup. Whether he would have been starting, who knows? But that's sort of like the, again, kind of the, the standout too. In my head again, it's, it's you know, very Premier League heavy because that's the, the league that I watch most... and, and see the most about. And what yeah. about the the rest of your defence? Gone for two, two left footers, which is probably slightly against the rules. Got Gabriel, Arsenal and Brazil. And then and then the other one that I've gone for, for based on his, his, his great form so far this season uh, is, is good old Seven Boatman, Sven Botman from Newcastle. I'm still kind of surprised that he wasn't picked or really based on his form, especially when like Nathan Ake is included, who isn't like a regular starter for Man City. So it's not a surprise to like Van Dijk pick because he's the captain and he has been one of the best defenders in world football over the last three, four years. Delict as well, it's not a surprise to see him there. I think, it's just, yeah, it's just a slight surprise he hasn't been taken. But again, international tournaments, I guess a lot of it is. I trust this player. But also then, very inexperienced Netherlands team. So, kind of an, a bit of a wild card pick. Moving on to your midfield. Any, what you say, wild picks? Any wild picks in your midfield? Pretty, pretty bog-standard midfield that, that most people will probably would have gone for as they're sort of left at home. Only one of them is like a, a proper omission. The other two are injuries. So where I've got the three, I've got Kante as kind of the, the sits, kind of the role that he's played for France. And then just here, I've got Pogba, obviously injured as well, and, and good old Thiago of Spain. I mean, that's a very high-profile midfield. There's no wild card, but it's definitely a star-studded midfield you've got there. It's high-profile, high and I actually feel like it would work as a midfield three <laughs> to some extent as well. You've got Kante doing the running for Pogba, Thiago kind of controlling, sitting deep, and then Pogba can kind of do what he wants. Obviously, Kante and Pogba would have gone to the World Cup if they weren't injured. Spain must have some pretty bloody good midfielders if if Thiago's not going. Obviously, obviously they've got Pedri and they've got Gavi, but... Uh, you know, to have an experienced player like Thiago in there, again, just surprised that he's he's not gone. Potentially sort of like a physicality thing for him, maybe. But then you've got a 34-year-old Sergio Biscuits who's going as well. So it's a bit like, can't really understand why he's not taken him. Okay, and who completes your team? Who's, who's getting the goals, Tommy? Uh, I kind of flipped back and forth over sort of like the front three. Jota has been in there since the start. As a Liverpool fan, I see a lot of Jota. He can be a bit frustrating at times but he's also got incredible sort of like off the ball movement he will score goals that's kind of what what he does for the most part the other two I was kind of like oh maybe him oh maybe him 
Like for a little while, I had it very, again, very England focused. I was like, Ivan Tony, and I was like, mm, no, and then I couldn't decide on a striker. And in the end, I've gone for Danjuma of the, ne- the Netherlands. And I've also put Gerard Moreno, Bain. I think it's sort of had some injury problems kind of over the last kind of season a bit. But when I look at the Spain team, I kind of look at it and I like put my hands out and I'm like, goals? That's kind of what I do. And I feel like Moreno would get goals. And both for Danjuma, I felt like it was a bit, of, it was just a surprise that he was kind of left out. Maybe it just shows kind of the depth of the Netherlands attack, but also when you've got people like Vincent Janssen in there, who I'm sure he's done very well during his career once he's left Spurs, but just a bit of a surprise, Valtvekhorst as well, big beefy boy. I, just, I don't know, I just would have thought that somebody like Danjuma would have been able to make it with a bit more pace and kind of check her in also very good sort of year at Villarreal you would have thought that he would make the cut alas at least he's made your squad you know I'm sure that would be great comfort to him it might be you don't be but do you just want to give a recap of your team from top to bottom just to recap it for the listeners David De Gea in goal Reese James at right back Ben Chilwell left back and then Gabriel and Sven Bo- Botman and says Sven Botman again uh, Sven Botman at centre back uh, my midfield three is Kante Pogba and Thiago and then a front three Dunjum on the left Joshua on the right and Gerald Moreno up front beautiful and if you think you can better Tommy's team and create your own better left at home exile or if you think anyone else on the beefy boys team created a better team do tweet us at BuzzFootball good night good night football beef Not heard the latest about pooping Prime Ministers? What podcast have you been listening to? Because it definitely isn't the Totally Buzz podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and totallybuzz.co.uk. So what are you waiting for? Tune in now to hear all the latest news from around the web on the Totally Buzz podcast, the only place to be totes buzzed. 